0: We're going to make it look fly with some DIY. We're going to make it look fly with some DIY. We're going to make it look fly with some DIY. Uh Uh-oh, thrift diving. Hey, what's up? It's Serena Pia from thriftdiving.com, which is a podcast, a blog, and a YouTube channel that helps you decorate, improve, and maintain your home using paint, power tools, and thrift stores, and we don't sacrifice our budget, the environment, or style. Welcome to episode... 38 of the Thrift Diving Podcast. I am so excited about today's podcast episode because I think you are going to be inspired as much as I was when the idea came to me. I was laying in bed earlier this week and I just got the idea that we are going to do a challenge together, you and me. And I'm calling this challenge the 90 Days to Neat Challenge. (laughs) So let me give you the background on this. All right. So if you remember from my earlier podcasts, last week or so, I'm doing an office makeover for my husband. And it's been very challenging. I, I I feel like I'm a little stuck in the room. I don't have a clear direction of where I'm going. (laughs) But that's not, that's not where this inspiration came from. It happened one night at the end of the night. And I had packed some things into the hallway. I started getting really frustrated because there there was just stuff everywhere. There was stuff littering the hallway. And it was mostly stuff that I pulled out of the room. But there were things in the hallway. And I was tripping over it. And then I'm starting to put some of the stuff into the hall closet. And there was no space. And I just went and got a trash bag and went on this rampage through the house (laughs) and started taking all these sheets. Like, why do we have so many different sets of sheets? I mean, we don't really change them that often. I will take them off on a Saturday, wash them and put the same set back on. So why do I need three, four or five sets of sheets? I just don't need it. So I started going through and just ripping things out of the closet. I'm like, I am done with these sheets. I, why do we have so much stuff in here? I can't even put the towels in here. So my husband comes around the corner and he has this thing where when I am cleaning things out, he likes to go through the bag to see what I threw away or not throw away, but you know, I'm going to donate it. But he goes through the bag to find out what is it that I'm donating, so that he can decide whether or not it needs to go. Because there's things that I just will look at and I'll say, well, I don't really have a need for this anymore. Let's just get rid of it. And he's like, no, we can send this to Ghana. My husband is from Ghana, from West Africa, and his family, well, they're my family too, are building a house over in Ghana. It's taken a long time to get done. And it's still not done. I would say it's probably 85% of the way done. So, everything that I want to get rid of, he wants to save it so that we can send it to Africa. (laughs) And I'm like, we are not sending these sheets, this rug. We're not sending all this stuff to Ghana. Like, I know we're going to need it for the house over there, but I don't want to send this. So, when he came around the corner, he was looking at the bag. He wanted to open it up. I said, don't you dare open up that bag (laughs) because everything that's in there is out of here. So anyway, later that night, and I'm starting to relax, I got this idea that why don't we do something called 90 days to neat challenge. So here's how it's going to work. And this is like the inspiration that I thought of as I was laying there calming myself down. And I pulled out my iPad, and I just started jotting down some notes. What if every day, for the next 90 days, we took just an hour, just one hour, 60 minutes to declutter a part of our house. And the thing is, is that it's it's not going to be just some random part. There's going to be a structure to it. And so that's what I'm going to cover in today's podcast is the structure that I think is going to work very well for me. And I'm going to invite you to do it with me. Now, when I was originally thinking about this, I thought, you know, this might be a really good challenge that we all do together. And maybe we would get together on Zoom and talk about what we did that week for our decluttering, like what kind of organizational tips can we all share together? And I I still might take it to that point. But I don't know. I've got a lot of things going on. And I don't know if I have time to structure a, a whole organized challenge like that. But I started thinking, if I can put together something that you could follow, that maybe it'll work for you if it works for me, we can all do it together. And if you're a part of the Facebook group, I've got a 30-day room challenge. Well, I say it's a 30-day room makeover challenge group, but sometimes we do challenges that are not room makeovers, so it doesn't have to be a room makeover. But over in my Facebook group, the 30-day challengers group, sometimes we'll do challenges together, and that's where we'll do all of our sharing. So if we've made progress over the weekend, you know, we jump in there and we give each other high fives, yay, you know, keep going, you got this. And we'll share tips and pictures, process pictures in between or all those things. And I think it's a great place to have the challenges. So I'm thinking that we might do that. That way it doesn't create a lot of pressure on me to organize this big thing. But it was such a great idea as I was laying there writing these ideas down. I was super excited about this, 90 Days to Neat. Okay, so here's how it's going to work. Grab a piece of paper and write down all the places and spaces in your house that need to be decluttered. But you're going to write this down by room and space, okay? So for example, you're going to think about the bedrooms and the spare bedrooms, the bathrooms, the living room, like those are the places that we all know. But don't forget about places like the hallway closet, or the utility room in the basement, or maybe you've got a laundry room. In the basement. Think about all those places that have to be decluttered, but keep it general. So, write those down. For me, I came up with 17 spaces. (laughs) Let me tell you what they are. So, I've got a hallway closet, I've got a kids' bathroom, I've got a garage. Oh, that garage. I'm not even looking forward to tackling that. I've got a utility room in the basement, and I've got the general area in the basement. We also have one half bathroom, which thankfully doesn't have much that needs to be done. But we also have a laundry room. And that's right off of the living room. We have a kitchen, a dining room. We have what used to be known as a formal living room, but now we call it the computer room because that's where the kids play computers. But we also have a foyer. So that's another space that I'm including. And we also have my husband's office, the kids bedrooms. So there's Ohene and Kojo, they share one room and then Kwabana, he has his own room, the master bedroom and the master bathroom. So if you add them all up, that's 17 spaces. And what you should do next for step two is to write down all the spaces that need decluttered in that area. So let me go to an example. So for example, my kid's bathroom. There's really only one place in the kid's bathroom that needs attention and that's their vanity underneath there's not a lot of clutter in there but there's like old cleaning materials and things like that old like scrub brushes things that just need to be cleaned out but someplace like the kitchen is going to require a little bit more attention right so you've got the cabinets you've got the upper cabinets the lower cabinets you have the drawers you probably want to include the refrigerator right because that needs to be cleaned out And you also might have a pantry. So those are multiple places within one room or one area that's going to need attention. So do that for all of your spaces. And there's some places like, for example, my garage. That's a big area. That's going to take a lot more time. But the idea... Is that all of the spaces in your house will be broken down into little subtasks, right? So sub areas. So you so you're starting you're starting broad, right, with the kitchen, but then you're breaking it down into smaller pieces. You've got the pantry, the upper cabinets, lower cabinets, maybe the stove, right? Maybe you haven't cleaned your stove in a long time, and then maybe you've got the junk drawers and the refrigerator. So break down all the areas that you want to focus on. For that space. So now that you've done that for step three, now you're going to assign weeks to each space. So the idea here is that in 90 days, we are going to try to turn our house into this neat space, this place that feels light and airy and decluttered. And what we're going to do is we're going to assign weeks. Now, if we're doing 90 days, we've got about 12 weeks. So there are some places like my kid's bathroom that isn't going to need a whole week dedicated to it. So I can actually say, okay, well, let's say for week one, I'm going to do the hallway closet. And I think I'll be able to do the kid's bathroom as well. So figure out what areas, what spaces you're going to tackle that week, right? So I figured for week one, I want to do the hallway closet. That's not going to take too much time. It's pretty organized in there because I did it several, you know, several years ago. And everything's in nice, pretty baskets. But there's things in there that I have not even touched in the last couple of years. Why am I holding on to that stuff? Let's get rid of the things that I'm not using, right? If there's things in your spaces that you're not using, you can donate it, you can get rid of it if there's expired medications in your cabinet, get rid of it. Why are we holding on to it? So that's what I'm going to do for week one. I'm going to do my hallway closet. And then I'm also going to do I think I've teamed it up with another space for week one. I'm just looking through here (laughs) through my notes, because I have it all down. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do the foyer for week one as well. And in the foyer for me, I've got the little coat closet. So I'm going to focus on that. And that's really not, that's not going to be a lot. I mean, there's some baskets that we have up on the shelf there, and it's just teeming with like hats and gloves and just things we've collected over the years. Some of them probably don't even fit us anymore. So we're going to go through that and clear all that out. And then also I've got a little small entry table when you come in my house that is not too cluttered, but it can be improved. So those are the things that I think I can get done in week one. And also, I think I am going to focus on my husband's office because I'm still working in there. So in his office, I'm going to tackle the closet that's in there and the file cabinet. Now, you don't have to squeeze everything in into one particular week right? The idea here is that we want to try to get all these spaces, quote unquote, done, because there are some spaces that are going to take longer than others. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But the idea is that each of these spaces should be assigned a week. And if it's a space like my kid's bathroom, that's not going to take up a whole week itself. Let's look at some other areas that are kind of light on decluttering. And let's group those together. So once we've done that for step three, and we've assigned it, oh, there's one more thing I want to say about step three, in terms of how to organize it. So if you're wondering, like, well, I'm not sure what I should do for week one or week two, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can organize it by space, logically, meaning organizing it by space. When you walk in the house, there's the foyer, maybe week one, you want to do the foyer. And right off of the foyer or your entry, maybe you've got the living room there so you're you're going to tackle the living room for week 2 so you can do it that way you can also do it in order of frustration so what is that space that makes you feel so frustrated like every time you go into it you're like gosh i'm just tired of rooting around for the screwdriver you know you've got this junk drawer in the kitchen that just drives you crazy well maybe you start with the kitchen and tackle the junk drawer during that first week so you can organize it by the order of frustration for you you know start from most frustration to least or from least to most you can also look at it in terms of small wins what is the space that needs not the most attention but which spaces are going to allow you to get the quick wins to make you feel like you've been productive so i think for me definitely that's why i'm choosing the hallway closet and the coat closet in the foyer because oh my gosh we have five people in this house and every pair of shoe that they own is in that closet. And it doesn't matter how many times I tell them, hey, can you please put your shoes up on the shelf here? Don't just kick them inside the closet. They don't listen. (laughs) So during that week of when I'm focusing for week one on that closet, maybe... Some of these shoes might, you know, if it's an off-season shoe, I'm going to move it to their room so that now instead of 15 pairs of shoes, maybe we'll only have 10, right? So for me, I'm going to start with a small win. And I think that's something that I can do very easily and it's not going to frustrate me. So you might want to start there as well. You can also start with the biggest. Maybe you want to do it in the opposite way and say, you know what, my garage is the place that is like oh my gosh, when I go into it, I just get hives <laughs> because it just frustrates me so much. I'm gonna start there. You can start there and have your week one and maybe it's a two-week project. Maybe it's a it's a week one and week two. So you can organize this however you see fit, but the idea is that every single week there will be a space that you are focusing on and you're not trying to decorate this. You're not gonna go and paint it or you know try to move furniture around. You are literally just straightening up the place and just getting rid of things that you no longer need. All right, so that's step three. So step four is now we're going to dig down a little bit more, and we're going to assign days to each task in that room. So for example, let's go back to my kitchen. Okay, so I mentioned in the kitchen, we've got different areas, we've got like the pantry, we've got upper cabinets, lower cabinets, stove, and refrigerator, and drawers, right? So what you'll do is you'll say, now that you've listed all these areas of attention, you will take a certain day and you will assign each of those areas a day. So for example, if let's say I'm doing kitchen for week one, which for me, looks like here, I've got it listed as week seven. (laughs) So for the pantry, I may wanna do that on Monday of that week. And then the next day on Tuesday, I'm gonna do upper cabinets, Wednesday, I'm going to do lower cabinets. Thursday, maybe I'll clean the stove in the refrigerator. And then, you know, the rest of the weeks, I think, let's see, that's Wednesday. And then maybe, you know, the drawers I'll do on Thursday. And then maybe Friday, I'll do something else. But the idea is that every single week, you've now drafted out what you're going to do that week based on what you've listed. But let's take my laundry room, for example. I've got a closet in my laundry room. It's not too cluttered, but it's got some stuff in it that just doesn't need to be in there, like an old laundry basket that we don't use and, you know, some other cleaning things. So, on that Monday of week 8, I've got it listed that I'm going to focus on that closet. And then the sink, that's usually where I'm washing out my paintbrushes and when I'm working on projects, I tend to pile stuff up around that sink. Well, on that Tuesday of week 8, I'm going to clean the sink up. And then underneath of the sink, is cabinets and then i've got cabinets over top of the washer and dryer so on wednesday i'm going to do cabinets now there's not a lot of stuff up there there's cleaning towels but there's paint and some other things that i really haven't even used so if i don't need those things let's donate them let's get them out of there and there's a couple other things that i want to do in my laundry room but the goal is for step four is to write down what you're going to do during that week Okay, now here are the general rules, or I don't want to call them rules, guidelines that I was thinking about. So you're probably wondering, well, Serena, this is going to take a lot of time. How much time are you thinking? What I'm thinking is that you would dedicate one hour per day. So for example, my week one, I'm going to go back here to my week one, my week one, I'm going to do the hallway closet. And I just have it listed here, you know, just declutter the closet. So there's not a lot of stuff in that closet. And I think that in probably about one hour, I could literally go through most of that stuff and clear out anything that doesn't need to be in there, right? But if I need the second day, I can choose to go back on the second day and work on it. But also for week one, I'm going to work on the foyer. So maybe the first Monday and Tuesday, I'll work on the closet. And then by Wednesday and Thursday, actually Wednesday, because the foyer closet is really not too bad. And then Wednesday, I'll focus on the foyer. I'll go through those couple of baskets and pull out all these hats and gloves and things that the kids can't even fit anymore and donate those and just make it nice and tidy. And then maybe that same day, I'll do the small entry table. So you see what we're doing here. We're taking all these big spaces We're thinking about the things that we're going to do in those spaces to declutter all the areas in that space that need to be decluttered. And then we're going to assign a day for them. And we're going to give it 60 minutes. That's it, just 60 minutes. And we're going to use the timer on our phone. We're going to set a timer for 60 minutes. And when that 60 minutes is up, you can choose to stop working. Like you don't have to keep working on it. That's all you have to do is give it 60 minutes and then that's it. And the reason why I chose 60 minutes is because anything less you're probably not going to get very much done, right? 30 minutes eh, is kind of not enough, especially if you have a big pile of clutter. And then any more than that, you start making excuses. Well, I don't really have an hour and a half to two hours to be cleaning every day. But think about what we do in 60 minutes. That is such a waste of time. I can tell you right now, I'll probably tonight scan Facebook for an hour and a half, (laughs) So if I can scan Facebook for an hour and a half or read blogs or, you know, check Pinterest or do any of these things, I can take one hour of my time and follow this plan. Because, you know, just the frustration that I had the other night, I just couldn't believe how much stuff was just around my house. We've been here almost 11 years. That's a long time to acquire stuff. And, you know, like I had said from episode one, when we first moved in the story of thrift diving, when we moved in, we came from a two bedroom condo, we didn't have anything. There was not a lot of stuff to bring with us. So most of the house was just empty. And 11 years is a long time to acquire stuff. (laughs) Now, I've never done this before. But it, you know, sometimes when I get ideas, You know how sometimes when you get an idea, it just feels right? You're like, yes, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to work on this. This is a great idea. That's how I feel about this. And I know that no plan is ever going to be perfect, right? You may think, oh, I'm going to do the hallway closet and the foyer for week one. And then week two, I'm going to do something else. And if you find that some, some spots are taking longer than others, well, maybe you have to adjust your plan a little bit. You know, 90 days to neat is is just a framework of how we're going to do this. But if we find that a certain space like the garage is going to take longer than a week or two, then yeah, maybe we need to push it out a little bit. But at least when you have this framework in mind, it gives you something to work towards. So every day you can check off. Yep did that hallway closet yep did that coat closet in the foyer yes I did go through this file cabinet here that's that's got papers from you know 2007 that I don't need anymore <laughs> and I'm saying that from experience because I know I have a lot of papers from years that I just don't even need and here's the thing don't feel that you have to tackle every single space in that area for example in my garage I, I can't I can't just say I'm going to tackle every space in my garage. There's a lot of stuff in there. So the way that I've broke it down is I'm looking at the spaces that are most cluttered. So I've got a corner that has a lot of scrap wood. And, you know, when you're, when you're like into woodworking, scrap wood is the thing that you just can't let go of. <laughs> I mean, everybody has a pile of scrap wood. But at some point, you have to say, okay, I either have to organize this in a nice, tidy way, or I just need to get rid of it. And so that's one of the areas in my garage that I'm going to be focusing on is that right side of the garage, but also my workbench and not even the entire workbench. Like I'm talking about just the workbench that's flat and horizontal. I'm not even talking about the shelving where all the tools are. (laughs) That's another day. So if you break these tasks down into smaller parts, then it's very possible that you can achieve one area of neatness just by giving it 60 minutes and you set your timer and then go. And if you want, you could even set two 30-minute timers. So that way, you know, when you get to that 30-minute mark, you're like, oh, okay, I got 30 minutes left. And if you want to give it more than 60 minutes, then that's fine. But let's set the timer for 60 minutes and take one hour away from some of the time that we waste and put it towards really creating the kind of house that we want, right? Because I know for me, I feel happy when I'm walking around in a neat tidy, clean house. And lately, I've just been feeling burdened by all the stuff in my house. It's just it's overwhelming. Sometimes I have this thing about leaving stuff in front of my door, not outside, I'm talking about on the inside, right? I get a lot of deliveries and things like that packages. And it may not be something that I want to unpack and put away at any particular time. So I just let it pile up. Until I get to this point where I'm, again, in that frenzy where I'm like, oh, all these packages here, why is everybody's shoes sitting out here? And then I start going crazy. So I think that if we could just give ourselves 90 days in order to get it done, we can do this. We can get our house to a neat and tidy place where it feels good when you walk into a room and it doesn't feel stressed. And you know where everything is. I get tired of walking into a room, especially my garage, and I'm like, no, where did I put that hammer? Oh, I didn't put it back on the shelf or the pegboard. It's laying somewhere in another room. Like, I I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be neat and organized. So this 90 Days to Neat, I think we're going to be kicking off not this coming Monday, the following monday and yes that day is november 1st so yes we're going to start on monday november 1st and we are going to do 90 days to neat challenge are you ready for this cuz i can tell you i am so excited and again this is a very informal thing it would be great if we had time to meet via zoom and do all that but we don't So this is something that I'm going to be leaving up to you to do. And I will talk about it in the podcast. And I will be talking about it in the Facebook group. You can find the link down below on where to reach the Facebook group. If you're not on Facebook, don't worry. If you want to email me about the challenge and just talk to me and show me your progress or just tell me, hey, this is working for me or I'm loving this, then please do. You can always email me, serenathriftdiving.com. But I think this is going to be great. I am super. Soper? Super. super. <laughs> you see how excited I am? I can't even speak. I am super excited for this challenge, and I think this is going to be, hopefully, the thing that, that we all need in order to clean up those little cluttered spots around our house that we just never make time for. All right, so that's what I have for you for today's podcast. If you are excited about this challenge, please do send me an email and let me know that you are down, that you are interested, that you are going to join, or over in the Facebook group. I'll leave the link down below. You can hit me up over there. I will leave a notification over there letting people know, hey, we're going to do this 90 days to neat challenge. I think people are going to love this. And let's go ahead and turn our home into the nice, clean, neat space that I know it can be. I know that it can be that way. I've seen my house neat once before. (laughs) It hasn't been that way for a long time, but it's got the potential okay guys that's what I got for you be sure to come back next week for episode 39 I will be talking about something else wonderful that's inspired me during the week <laughs> and remember you can always find me on Instagram at diving. drop me a message there if it's easier for you but come back again because we're always talking about fun things here inspiring things at thriftdiving on the podcast and don't forget you can find me on YouTube at thriftdiving diving. And you want to follow my shed progress because I'm doing some fun things with my shed and you can catch all the updates over there on the channel. Okay, I will talk to you next week. See you next episode.